Hi, ladies and gentlemen. As promised, I told you that I would be here for the next podcast with how to begin and where to start. Again, for those of you who do not know me, and for those of you who have just clicked on this particular uh, episode, my name is Eric Prince. I am the author of How to Become Trapped to Succeed. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right on in here. Uh, This next episode is how to begin and where to start. And it begins with the preface or preface, as some call it. So we're going to go ahead and dive right in here. I am going to take you to a few places in your mind that I want you to go to, that I want you to access through the words in this podcast so that you'll be able to understand why I wrote How to Become Trapped to Succeed. I want you to understand why I wrote the book what the book is about before we actually get into the main chapter. So we're going to go ahead and read the preface and this will provide you with some insight on this book and how effective it will be, how instrumental it will be in helping you achieve your goals using various dynamics and elements, resources, concepts, and things of that nature. Now remember, ladies and gentlemen, This is a very, very credible source. It is very real. It is raw. I am going to give it to you like you want it. And here we go. So I'm going to go ahead and start now. The psychology of being trapped to succeed is a new branch of psychology that is comprised of other branches of psychology that came before it. Behavioral neuroscience cognitive psychology, cognitive behavioral therapy, developmental psychology, educational psychology, assault psychology, health psychology, moral psychology, neuropsychology, positive psychology, and psychotherapy, and lastly, social psychology. Now, before I continue on, I want you to understand something. Do not worry. You are probably thinking to yourself, okay, How is this going to help me to become successful? How is this going to be for those of you who have never really had a psychology class or for those of you who are looking for something simplistic in nature, but yet complex and sophisticated? Don't worry. This book encompasses all of those things. And this book is being made available to you via podcast. I have wrote something that is complex, yes, but is also simple in nature, simplistic in nature, but yet it still contains the ingredients that you need to make you a recipe of success, okay? So we're going to go ahead and finish up here, but I want you to know, do not be intimidated. Do not be worried about how this book is going to help you. Just follow me here, and I tell you what, we'll get there together. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and finish now this chapter. However, it should be noted that the psychology of being trapped to succeed, created by Eric Franklin Prince, although comprised of other elements from branches of psychology that came before it, provides new insights into the how the human mind works with regard to being successful by processing and initiating systematic actions that will cause one to be successful. It is also important to point out 
for you ladies and gentlemen on this podcast that the author's empirical observations involve various situations from varied periods of time on overcoming obstacles and gaining success that are based on a longitudinal, retrospective, research case studies of his potential experiences that provide valuable insights into becoming trapped to succeed. This longitudinal research study spans over 20 years and the evidence has been overwhelmingly saturated. It has been overwhelmingly saturated and substantiated. This is important because it involves and provides evidence that the research presented is based on rigorous investigation of competent data analysis, which is a critical component of how the scientific community presents non-erroneous data to their peers and the public which shows competency in psychological practice for maximum achievement on all developmental levels. This is why there is no other branch, I can tell you now, of success psychology such as this most recent edition of success psychology, which I have called Trap to Succeed. There is no other branch of psychology that promotes the human populace to become trapped to succeed or locked into success by combining a mixture of the psychological branches and subdivisions of psychology such as psychotherapeutic interventions and or terms of psychology to propel the human race into becoming and being trapped to succeed. Nevertheless, it was important, it was necessary, ethical, and prudent for me to give credit and acknowledgement and recognition to those branches of psychology that came before it, such as success psychology, and to the greatest psychology of them all, the one true Lord, Christ, who without his eternal wisdom, there would be no field of psychology where psychological practice would be able to prevail in human affairs by assisting mankind in their endeavors with mental wellness, wholeness, and soundness of mind. This is why Christ stated in his word, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus. Now, I want you to understand this is a part of how to begin and where to start because you're starting out with an understanding of what we're about to get into in this podcast because we are getting ready to get into like i said before some simplistic but yet complex sophisticated things that are going to change you cause you to go to a through a metamorphosis where the fight in you to achieve your dreams and goals and aspirations is going to hands down grow exponentially. So I'm going to continue on now. For if we as humans allow this mental process to take place in our minds, as Christ stated, where he said, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ. The possibilities will be endless. Now, Dr. Joel Paris made a valid argument in the book, The Intelligent Clinician's Guide to the DSM, in which he stated, that we are decades away when it comes to understanding the brain and that although one's mind depends on the brain, the mind cannot be entirely reduced to the activity of neurons in the human brain, which are somewhere in the billions numerically. Now, I want you to just think about that for a minute. In your brain, you have 
electrical charges, little bitty cells that store information, and they're in the billions. This should tell you somewhat about how sophisticated you are as a human, how complex God made you as a human, and that within you, you have the ability to do things that you could never dream of. But you got to step out first, ladies and gentlemen. You got to put your brain to the test. I'm going to continue on now. This is why it is not only Dr. Joel Paris who understands the need to differentiate one's mind from the brain to some degree, but also other scientific reachers who state that there is a need to be clear in the distinction between psychological disorders and neurological disorders, which are diverse in nature. A good example is where one can observe two equally healthy people with properly functioning brains. But both of them have their minds made up to do something totally different, where one's person's choice will lead to the destruction of his or her brain and the other to the growth and further development of his or her brain for greater levels of growth and success. This is why the conceptualization of mental disorders as opposed to mental illness should be based on competence and not just mere pathologizing of the, an individual according to the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. This provides me to make this statement. Because we are decades away from understanding the brain, the best thing to do would be to allow Christ himself to enter one's mind and provide one with the nurture and care that it needs, which will ultimately be the best source of help that one can ask for on a psychological level. I'm going to pause here for a minute, ladies and gentlemen, because I want to make an insert. This is why on this podcast you get a bonus, because I'm going to tell you some things that are not in the book. When I say how to begin and where to start, one of the things that you need to understand as I read this preface or preface to you, you need to understand that we have to open our minds to new heights. Now, for me, that's Christ. I open my mind up to him every day to feed me with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Now, if you believe in Buddha or whatever you believe in, that's okay. That's your starting point, and that's fine. We all believe in different things. But we have to grow. We have to open our mind up to Christ or whatever it is you believe and seek and ask for answers, for clarity, for understanding so that we can go to that next level. All right, I'm going to continue on with this paragraph here. Even if we possess great amounts of data about the brain, which we do, we will never completely understand the brain the way the creator does. Therefore, it is best to stay humble. I am, therefore, thankful for the statement by Dr. Joel Paris because it shows transparency in the field of psychology and within its subdivisions, especially in those areas of psychiatry, clinical psychology, and forensic psychology. Further research data and general information for you that I've put in this book consists of this. It is critical to note that I've discovered a problem when it comes to many human beings being successful on what they would consider large scales. The problem is that there are many humans who do not know how to go about achieving their goals or how to overcome. The fears that are correlated with their goals. What we know about success is that success is attainable if one puts forth the effort to achieve various types of success. What we do not know is that there are 
and can be very complex subdivisions of success, along with very sophisticated methods that one must apply to one's self to obtain success. These methods have not been yet tapped into by a great portion of societal members because of lack of knowledge. Therefore, there is a gap in the research of becoming successful. This book seeks to answer the research question, how can one become trapped to succeed? The methodologies that have been utilized in this book have been implemented to answer the research question, how does one become trapped to succeed? And are derived from the following longitudinal retrospective case studies, as I said before, but also along with data analysis that have been collected and have been based on evidence-based research that is descriptive, exploratory, phenomenological, and qualitative in scientific research, which involves real-life short stories on the personal empirical experiences of myself, Eric Prince, the author, and also one-on-one interviews and focus groups ascertained from a multitude of various types of professional people from different settings. For instance, researchers, doctors, police officers, professional actors, pastors, educators, and other notable people. It is also very critical to note that the main methodology utilized from a qualitative approach was that of the the triangulation methodology. This investigates more than one source to substantiate and validate a claim that is being made or to produce an understanding. Again, I utilize real-life short stories from the personal empirical experiences of the author and one-on-one interviews that are ascertained from various professional people. The people interviewed are from various settings who have, without controversy, failed many times in their lives but overcame trials and tribulations that came upon them, and then they went on to become successful. I am one of those people, and I can tell you now, I have failed over and over and over again. From every one of my successes, there have been countless failures, but I did not give up, and you must not give up as well. And I am here to help you do that, ladies and gentlemen. That's what this is all about, and we're going to do it. And the further you go along in this book, the further, the deeper that you go, you'll see what I'm talking about. You will begin to change. People are going to say there's something different about you. There's something different about you. It's almost as if I feel I'm being enlightened just looking at you because they're going to know. They're going to know that you've been on this podcast, that you've been listening to the author read this book to you, and they're going to know that you grew. Something about you went to the next level. I'm going to continue on now. It is critical to understand that when an individual reads a substantial number of books, talks to a large number of people, and the information that is received is constantly the same, then this is when you have saturated the investigation and come to the conclusion based on those multiple sources that the question that is being asked or the thing that is being investigated is most likely to be valid and true. Nevertheless, one should make sure that the sources that are being investigated are credible in nature and that they can be trusted to provide accurate data or information. This is why one should talk to and interview a person or people who are still currently or have been for a very long time engaged in the element that they are investigating. 
This will most likely produce accurate, honest results. If asked a general question about their experiences, most people will tell the truth about what they have seen, heard, or experienced, unless they are in fear of retribution of some sort or negative consequences. For example, if I tell or ask 10 people, shall I say, if I ask 10 people on a sunny day when the sun is shining brightly, is the sun out? All 10 will most likely say yes. The data analysis repeatedly revealed in this study, in this book, and on this podcast, revealed that one can become trapped to succeed on a large scale if they follow certain criteria in this book for success. Now, I'm going to pause here before I finish reading because this is the bonus part for you, the readers on this podcast. You say, how do you know this, Eric? I know this because I followed the certain criteria. And time and time again, I was able to succeed based on what I did and all the things or many of the things that I did, because I can't say all, but many of the things that I did will be shared in this book. Now, this book, as I continue on reading, this book is not the end all be all of how to go about being successful majority of the time. However, it does present a very robust case on the subject matter of success and how to become trapped to succeed. Furthermore, its contents present data that should not be ignored as it pertains to success. It is also not for the unbelieving or the faint of heart, but rather for those who truly are sick and tired of the traditional ways of doing things. Now you say, you may ask the question, Eric, what do you mean by the unbelieving or faint of heart? Well, let me warn you now. Some of the things that I'm going to talk about in this book are going to be very deep. I mean, we're going to take a dive. We're going for a wild ride. I can tell you that now. And it's important for me to let you know, don't be unbelieving. Don't be faint of heart. Have an open mind because the things that I'm going to share with you are going to change your life. And you have to be ready to embark upon these things that I'm going to share with you. And you will. Some of you will. Many of you will. And you will go on to become trapped to succeed. Okay? We're going to go ahead and continue. It is also not for the unbelieving or faint of heart, but rather for those who are truly sick and tired of being sick and tired of the traditional ways of doing things. This book is for those who are willing to open their minds to new insights and revelations from what the data reveal, which can and will prompt them into new heights or growth and development with greater ratios of success. It should be noted that this book was written so as to attract all people, just like this podcast, because I'm reading from my book. But this podcast is to attract all people. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're white, black, green, brown, or purple. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're poor or rich or middle class. I wanted to attract people who wanted to do something positive in life who actually wanted to do something that was great, positive, and something that could make a meaningful difference in their life and help them feel better about themselves, whether it be obtaining a career, whether it be creating your own business, or whatever it is. I just want to contribute to that. I want you to be successful. And that's why I'm going to give it to you straight. Everything that is said is going to be for your development for your personal growth, for you to reach maximum success. And that's what I'm here to do, ladies and gentlemen. 
I'm going to continue on now. Therefore, it is not a traditional book, rather a multifaceted book in which its contents are based on the premise of a self-help book, which is now becoming a self-help podcast, but also that of diverse research methodologies stemming from qualitative analysis, case studies, phenomenological, scientific explanations, new insights and revelations for practitioners and others empirical observations that they went through and other forms of research data to captivate and inspire all the people on this podcast and for those who will read the book. I ask that the scientific community, however, understand that this is a self-help book. And as a self-help book, it is written to help the masses, but is also presented as a scientific guide such that it meets the guidelines of responsible conduct and research, which is the goal of those who represent the scientific community. Now, you say, why does he have to let them know that? For those of you who don't understand scientific data, we always want to make sure that whatever we're presenting, we present the truth, the honest truth. So that's why you heard me go through that last spiel. Because we have to make sure that whatever we're saying, we're saying or we're providing the public with information that is credible, that is true. And that's why I had to substantiate. If you ever read the book, when you go order the book, How to Become Trapped to Succeed, you'll notice a lot of in-text citations as well as uh, a pretty substantial bibliography, um, which showed that the research is substantiated and that other people have discussed some of these things. Now, some things I had to pave the way. I had to trailblaze. So they're going to have to catch up to me. But many of the times, more often than not, I had to catch up to them and substantiate and proof, like Einstein would say, what was in my book. I'm going to continue on at this point. Personal note to you, the reader. This message is for you, the reader, to say with passion every day on a metacognitive level while you work toward your goals. Now, I want you to watch yourself, ladies and gentlemen. Watch yourself transform into a new and greater you. Now, I'm going to define metacognition. Metacognition is defined as the awareness an individual has of their own mental processes. In other words, how you, those of you listening on this podcast, think about thinking. I'm going to say that again. Metacognition is defined as the awareness an individual has of their own mental processes. In other words, how you think about thinking. So just imagine yourself thinking. I want you to imagine yourself thinking about something, right? And think that that thinking represents a line. So you see a line in your head, right? Now, as you're thinking about that line being drawn in your head, which represents your thinking, I want you to think of another line above that line. And that line represents your thinking. So you got two levels of thinking going on in your mind. So for instance, I'm going to give you an example. You might say, today, I'm not as happy as I was yesterday. It's kind of rainy out. I'm not really feeling too happy about things. But then on another level, you might say, well, man, I'm not thinking the way I really want to be thinking. 
So there starts the other line above that line. And the line above the line says, but you know what? It's still nice out. Even though it's raining, it's still beautiful. I'm still going to get out. I'm going to go shopping or window shopping. And I'm going to go enjoy myself. I'm going to pick up a blueberry pomegranate smoothie. I am going to go put on some nice clothes that I feel comfortable in. I'm going to invite a couple of my friends out. And I'm going to go window shopping and just enjoy the day. And I'm going to have a great day. So you've actually executed how you're thinking about thinking. Because you didn't like the way you were thinking. You didn't like the way you were thinking about the day at first. So you allowed yourself to go to another level of thinking, a higher level of thinking, where the second line above the first level of thinking was more positive. Imagine if you continue that and imagine a third line above the other line and a fourth line and a fifth line and a sixth line and a seventh line of thinking. Some people might say, that's a little bit too much thinking for me. But I assure you, imagine if you did this every time when you felt down, every time when you were upset, every time you didn't feel like doing something that you needed to do. Imagine if you went beyond your normal thinking, ladies and gentlemen. Can you imagine the progress you would make? Can you imagine the positive outcomes that you would embrace? Yes, I'm thinking that you're thinking. I think he might be right. I'm gonna continue with a personal note to you, the podcast listener. The prefix meta means to change and or transform, which is what this book will cause you to do. In some cases, the word meta even means beyond. For instance, to go beyond your normal way of thinking, as I said earlier. Cognition, however, is defined as the mental action or process of acquiring knowledge and understanding through one's thoughts, experiences, and senses. Through this book, you can enter into a realm where your normal mental processes, where your normal mental processes ladies and gentlemen, go beyond your normal way of thinking and where your actions will be transformed from normal actions to actions that are done purposefully and systematically, which will allow you to become trapped to succeed. It should also be noted that the writings on metacognition can be traced back to as far as the anima and the parva natula of the Greek philosopher Aristotle, 384 through 322 BC and that that the phenomenon was brought to prominence during the 1970s largely by the US psychologist John Hurley Flavel born in 1928 who focused attention especially on the developmental aspects of metacognition ladies and gentlemen the metacognition the metamorphosis that you are getting ready to process within you as a divine, dynamic, smart, intelligent, special human being. The metamorphosis process of becoming trapped to succeed 
begins in three, two, one. Because every day, every day, I want you to repeat this to yourself. I will not stop until I overcome every obstacle, climb every personal mountain, conquer my every dream. I will become trapped to succeed. And I want you to understand, ladies and gentlemen, before I close out, I want you to understand that the road will get rough sometimes, but I will not stand here and let my dreams pass me by. I refuse to do it. That's just me. And I refuse to let you do it. I want you to know, be strong, ladies and gentlemen. Do not let your dreams pass you by. Learn how to become trapped to succeed in life and in all that you do. You can do it. You will do it. And it is important that you do it because you deserve that for yourself. You deserve a life of success, beauty, happiness, joy, a life where you can share with those who you love, a life where you overcome your obstacles and be the best you can be. You deserve that. We are put on this earth to have an abundant life, to enjoy life. And I want you to embrace that, ladies and gentlemen. I really mean that. I want you to embrace that. If you need to listen to this chapter again, please feel free to do so. But I want you to know that I'm here for you. And I hope all the best for you in becoming trapped to succeed.